listen to me, listen to me real good. I've told you once, I said it a thousand times. You get out of those pagan, satanic, religious, Christian churches. Christians do not follow the commandments of the Bible. Christians do what they want to do. They make up their own laws, their own rules, and their own regulations. Come out of her, my people, and come out from among them. And it's real simple and easy to ascertain who are these people you need to come out from. Easy. Number one, if they keep Sunday, that's an automatic sign that you need to not have any fellowship with these commandment-breaking, wicked deceivers and seducers and bewitchers of the truth. Simple. All right. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Everybody doing all right? I hope so. I hope so. Um, I haven't posted it, but um, I did a video earlier. Um, I haven't posted it yet. Uh, we'll look at it when we get to the dining hall. Of course, it's about um, you know things that are going on in the land uh, today and things we need to know. It's amazing how that we we live in a, a so-called free society, and yet the people are oppressed. Am I the only one that realizes this? It's it's bad enough that, and let me say, good enough, bad enough, and good enough. It's bad enough that we have spiritual oppressions. And it's only ministries like this would make sense of all the things that is going on in your lives. Did I say something right? Oh, I did say something. I got y'all. Brother, I will beat you with these sticks, brother. <laughs> See, you thought I was getting ready to say if I said something wrong, didn't you? He was there, though, wasn't he? He's ready. At least he is ready. Sink or swim. <laughs> I, I want to. Man, how do you say it? You, you ever been a loss for words? You know what to say, but you just don't know how to articulate it. And I'm going to say something now, okay? It's not that I can't. I heard an apostle say, I have many things. that I want to say to you. It's not a problem that he cannot communicate it. He said the problem was you are dull of hearing. Are y'all hearing me, Israel? That's what he said the problem was. The problem was he said that ye are dull of hearing. Not that he cannot say it. See, all the time I'm confronted with trying to find the right words to say. See, there's a lot going on. You know, only he can speak one time and the whole world can understand what he's saying. Do y'all understand that kind of talk? Y'all hear what I'm saying? The the most high. (laughs) You know he's coming back one day, right? 
And he's going to speak one language. Yes, sir. Amen. And no matter what language you may be, everybody going to hear that voice. And everybody going to hear the sound of that trumpet, and we're not going to be fighting over interpretation. Are you folks listening to me? We're not going to be fighting over interpretation. He's still talking the same way today. He uses men to talk to his people. Because we decided we want to be like the other nations. I prefer to listen to him. You know what I mean? Because we use excuses all the time to reject him by rejecting his men. Because they are fallible and flawed. But he ain't. And what's amazing is he's not flawed and he is flat. He is fallible. Not fallible. Excuse me. He's not fallible. Isn't that right? And yet we didn't want to hear the most perfect being in the universe. See how schizophrenic we are? You don't see it. And then we ask for a king so we can be like the other nations and then we don't want that either. So which one is it? Which one is it? How do you talk to a people like this? How, how do you reason with a people like this? Am I making any sense? Now I'm going back to his statement, seeing that ye are dull of hearing. Y'all getting this, right? I hope so. I hope so. I really truly do. So I hope that we have the ears to hear. Or we are able. Able. Able to hear. Alright? Because it's going to be a, a very touchy subject here. And when I speak, by the time it gets to your hearing, the Holy Spirit, the Ruah, is going to be communicating directly to you where you're at. Is that making sense? That's why we don't all hear the same way and we all don't understand the same things. Even See, that, only he can do stuff like that. See, but the blocks are is if you have offenses in front of you that impairs your hearing. Or if you are hearing sounds that you shouldn't be hearing or voices that you should not be listening to. Is this making sense? This, this is hard, brothers and sisters. So you have to really pay attention. If there's such thing as paying attention. I ain't never got any money from myself, but, you know, I guess figure of speech. Yeah, pay attention. Pay. Pay attention. All right? <clears throat> Nobody on the face of this planet Earth is exempt from feelings and emotions. They have a lot of control and sway. And that's not to say that we should not feel. A lot of times we guard our feelings. But then, watch this, if you do it unhealthy in the wrong way, 
you'll be guarding yourself to be past feelings. Are you following me? See, this, this, this is my forte right here. Preaching. I can't do nothing else in the world but preach. Are you following me? Um, now, there are many preachers, but I, that's all I, all I can do is preach. I have no talent for nothing else. Glory to the king. Y'all heard blog talk cutting a fool? Cutting a fool? Let's, I'm going to try to broadcast up here. Can I broadcast up here, Brother Shane? Will, I, will they still be able to see video? Do I have to pull that camera out and stick it in front of the thing for, for them to see my ugly mug? Okay. Because um, we, we have technical difficulties or spiritual difficulties, just difficulties. Everybody else, man, they broadcast as soon as I get going. Click! Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. What? It's amazing. I, t I told y'all many months ago, a few moons ago, that we were going to start having a bunch of troubles and problems. Are you following me? Hmm? We just had a woman so full of offense, so full of rejection, that a sister corrected her and she took her family and walked right out the door. I hope she don't never come back. You know the reason why? Because I don't want that kind of spirit to jump on y'all. Now, if he jumps on you, I hope you don't never come back. If you can't cast them out, you put them out. <clears throat> you name another place where you're going to get the kind of help that you're getting here. And you're going to get people to squat and hold their wicked positions. Uh-oh. Now she repent to the sister, she welcome to come back. But she don't repent to the sister that corrected her and because she responded wrong, don't come back. That's right. Uh-oh. I talked about in that video this morning how that the one thing we keep forgetting is that we are in the great falling away. Amen. The falling away is an apostasy. An apostasy is from the faith. Not from people. You don't fall away from people. You fall away from believing. See, we got this thing all wrong. Are y'all listening? Well, you fall away from believing. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Hallelujah. But I know when witchcraft is trying to work to manipulate, dominate, and control. And trying to change the, the order of things. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And um, I ain't Ahab. Come on. Hallelujah. Not by a long shot. Right. Glory to the king. Glory. All right. Now, we're gonna, it's going to be a sensitive subject. Are you following me? You don't need to have your mind on everybody else, even though it will go there. It's okay to remember some of the things, but we're looking for solutions for us. For us, all right? This is rejection, too. 
there ain't a person in this room or listening on the internet that has not ever experienced rejection. Are you following me? And including up here in this pulpit. When the voice of rejection talks to us, boy, I mean, he becomes our friend. Because he confirms everything that we're already rejected by. Are y'all listening? Are y'all listening? Yes, sir. Some people experience rejection before birth. That's why the Bible talks about soul ties. Sins of the father. All these things are real. Are you following me? Betrayal. Rejection. If you are an authority in the order of the family and people rebel, rejection. Rejection. Everything that Yah's kingdom is for, it seems like with all the devils and demons is working, including our own fallen nature, man, it's a wonder that we can even crawl up out of this hole. There's things in this word that you're not ready to receive that you will reject. And you'll reject the Father. You think you reject the man, but you reject the Father. His wisdom. Uh-oh. And you know the reason why? Because you don't like it. Did you hang the earth on nothing? Did you set the bounds of the sea? Can you tell where the wind cometh and where it blows? Can you tell me the way to fire? If you can't answer these things, and don't worry, I'm in the same boat. I can't answer them either. I'm not going to dress it up. <laughs> Making you think that I'm some wise thing. I'm just quoting what the word says. Hallelujah. I'm letting you know I'm right here. And don't be looking for even no answer because I ain't got it. <laughs> Does this make any sense? But we have to be ready because the following way is on. And if there's ever been a time that these demonic spirits are really truly working, it's today. And we can look at that and tell that it's working today simply by looking at the world. Amen. And the things that we ourselves are challenged by. Amen. Does that make any sense? Yes, sir. So y'all ready? Yes, now we done massaged you a little bit. <laughs> now understand I'm not against you. Hmm? Seems like no matter where I go in deliverance man. I, I, they always say they hate me. Now, I understand Satan's kingdom hate me. I, I agree with that. Amen. Amen. Feelings mutual. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But Brother Steve, you know, the one who 
does the website and the newsletters and the Judah broadcasts and stuff, he experienced a great healing. Most of us, it's hard for us to understand the type of healing that he got. How you, how you say that again, honey? Sleep? Apnea. You know, I, I can't have talk, man. You should have heard me mention last night on broadcast. Mm. I'm just a dumb man. I accept that. <laughs> At least I got room for improvement. Hallelujah. But I, what, 19 years, 20 years? 19 years? 19 years. He hasn't been able to sleep without a, a machine that he has to, he puts some type of mask over his face. And it and keeps a flap open so that air can, can go through. I've never seen one of these things. CPAC. Is that what it's called? I thought CPAC was something you see on C-SPAN. <laughs> That's what they call it, though. I mean, anyway. And... And this, this, this brother, faithful brother, you know, bless their heart, they, they actually paid for Sister Carol now to fly to Canada. A lot of y'all didn't know that, did you? And we had a wonderful time up there. And I can't understand for the life of me how somebody can go to that home. And I, I stayed with them for six days. I stayed with them for six, almost a whole week. I can't understand how somebody can go up there and fellowship with those two people, Brother Steve and Sister Wenda, and have problems and troubles. See, even way back then, I knew the trouble and problem wasn't them. I know, I live with them. 24 hours a day, however long I was up there, from Sunday to Friday. You thought I was going to throw seven days a week in there, didn't you? <laughs> I had a chance to sit down and talk with them, to hug them, kiss their cheek, to hear what's in their heart, to give answers. Are you following me? And them last few days, which I was dreading, it was coming though. That was unavoidable. It's time for war. Not that I'm afraid of war, it's the after effect. <laughs> you know, spiritual warfare. You know, inevitably that's going to happen. You understand what I mean? As a matter of fact, one guy, y'all seen that, y'all seen the video, right? If y'all saw the video of Canada up there, you'd have heard that guy at the end ask the question about how do you know all this is true? Amen. You know what I mean? You know, the doubting questions and stuff. How, how, how do you know all this is? And if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to my answer. And so I told him, when you, when you see whatever is spiritual transcends and comes over into the natural, you'll know that this is real. Because there will be nothing else that convince you. You know where I got that answer from? Right there in that book you carry. Right there in that book you carry. And I didn't know he was coming. He decided to come over to the house. He came over to the house and boy, he said, I'm a believer now. Y'all hearing that? Yes, sir. He said, I'm a believer now. Yes, sir. And he came back the next day with his pregnant wife. Glory. 
And she said, I'm a believer. Hallelujah. A lot of believing, isn't it? Yes, sir. But 19 years of having this thing on, and one of his fears, you heard it last night, you know, he wouldn't, what if you have a world without rule of law? And you can't take, you can't go to the system and get a CPAC system. Is that correct? CPAC? You can't go get these breathing apparatuses. How about I call it that? All right, what do you do now? You just sit and have anxiety or, or you get into a drone stage where you can't function and be alert and you just, what, what do you do? After you, well, what happens to the body if you go 14 days with no sleep? Because if you try to go to sleep, you choke. Are y'all hearing that? You know the things that I teach us here, how to lay hands on the people. Same thing I did up there. Said first night, Pastor, I got some sleep a little bit rough. Stay with it. You already here. Stay with it now. He stayed with it. Didn't badge him, nothing like that, and heard his testimony. I heard his testimony yesterday on Skype before broadcast. He was so excited. Besides all the drama that was going on. You know, it seems like that the enemy, and, and, and it seems like the saints that are renting places play everywhere, right? The enemy is, no, can you imagine paying your rent on time, a good renters and stuff, and then they still want to put you out for no reason and keep your deposit? <laughs> Up in Canada, I, kept, I told you, them people have no liberties and freedom whatsoever at all. They paid their rent, and a few days after they pay it, they had five cops at the house to put them out. I told Carol, I said, Phew, boy, we better miss that one. Carol says, good thing you did, too, because you'd probably be in Canada jail right now. <laughs> and I said, you're right about that, because I, I don't do too good in situations like that. I, I really don't. I, don't. I don't give a damn what uniform you got on. Your uniform ain't going to protect you from my fist and feet and elbows and shoe soles. <laughs> I may be fired. I may take a good butt whooping, too, but you're going to know I've been there. Help me, Father. Please help me. I'm asking for help in this area. I mean, Carol says, she says, didn't you say it was a good thing that that took place after we left? Could you imagine they could have, oh, never mind. Never mind. I got that stuff from my daddy. He's the same way. Soul tie. Like father, like son. I don't know. I guess I'm just cursed. Huh? Chuck can't laugh too much. He, he got the same temper. Does he live you? Mm-hmm. But we... You know, the Bible says rejoice not that the sick are healed, but rejoice rather that your name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Uh, But we're thankful that the Father moved on our brother and has healed him. Hallelujah. And and he's grateful too. So that lets us know. Let me see, what name did I call on? That's going to flabbergast some people, isn't it? Huh? Huh? I bet some of you are sitting out there on the edge of your seat wondering, what name did you say? <laughs> I promise you one thing, I didn't say the name that you would say. 
Isn't that something? I'm going to tell you all the secret what name I said. I said Jesus. Now go figure that out. Remarkable, isn't it? You got all these people speaking this broken Hebrew, making up Hebrew and stuff and everything else, and they telling you you can't be saying Jesus and stuff, and they, they're not even sure about the language they're talking. They so Hebrew. I told one, I want you to just shut up and stop speaking English then since you so Hebrew. Here you are, got your rear end sitting over here in captivity. Don't even know your native tongue. And you making up tongues as you go. All right. We said all that to try to get you at least ready. You know, at least, uh, believe it or not, all this is a concerted effort. I'm trying to get these spirits to drop their guard. So when I come in with that word, it just, pow! Yeah. Yes, sir. Y'all getting that? Rejection two. It's going to fit all of us. Mm-hmm. We have them special shrink wrap shoes. It starts off at a 20, and you push a button on the side, it fits every side. It just shrinks wrap to it. Hallelujah. New space age polymer technology. Because <laughs> it fit every one of us. The results of rejection, okay? I'm going to go a few things before we hit some scriptures. Now, I'm going to tell you right now that when I read this, the Bible, the scriptures, okay, it does not go into telling you what a spirit of rejection is. It shows you the actions of people who are experiencing rejection. You're not going to read in the Bible. You know, we can read about all these spirits, but you never, you'll never read about spirit of rejection. You'll see a jealous spirit, spirit of fear, haughty spirit. You know, you'll see all these spirits, but you won't see that in there. And you're not going to go find uh, a scripture that says, and they receive the spirit of rejection. Are you following me? Is that understandable? But we, we're able to, to see by the way people respond in their life given certain situations and circumstances, how rejection is and the effects of rejection. Okay? The results of rejection, so therefore we're just going to cover some results first, okay, before we actually get into a couple of accounts so we can clearly see what the scripture says, okay? If you want to understand this message right here, you need to also go back and listen to rejection one. Understand this first. We have all had many generations of rejection working in us. Not only generations, but our own rejection that we've experienced. Amen. All right? Now, I'm a deliverance minister, and I clearly teach that you're not to stay in an unhealthy environment. You know, I'm making sense. The other day, I was, I was talking with the, the brothers, and, um, and I told them, I said, the Torah, you know, are instructions, rules, and guidelines. We understand this, right? The Torah is. But in the Torah, in these instructions and rules and guidelines, there was a lot of things that, are, that was not written in the Torah because these sins was not working back then. 
Somebody said, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to have spirits that's going to be unleashed that hadn't been unleashed before? Are you following me? There are things that we deal with after all these captivities. Do y'all realize how many captivities we've been in, right? So think, think for a moment since we've been in captivity, all these captivities. See, you need to, I know it's not something you want to embrace, but you have to look at it for what it is. We are out of our land. Y'all get this. We are out of our culture. See, you don't understand that, do you? See, when you went into the Assyrian captivity, your ancestors, you in essence became Assyrians. While still being Hebrews. When the Babylonians came and sacked, you end up being Babylonians. Under their laws, their rules, their religions, and regulations. That's why you don't have no problem sacrificing your children to Baal. Can you imagine being a father and a mother, and your mother wants to sacrifice your child to Baal? You lose your mind. And your father wants to sacrifice your child to Baal? You go crazy. Or your husband. Are you following me? They dealt with stuff like that. Today, we don't have to deal with stuff like that. The way we do it is, is we sacrifice our children by putting them around all the bell worshipers. But it's soft today. It's dressed up. We don't see the danger that we've actually placed in our children in. Because we've been conditioned after our captors. We function like them. We think like them. We process thought like them. We live like them. So when you have a people that have discontinued from their heritage and they don't know what their heritage is, even if you show it to them. It's hard to resonate in this mind right here that we're Hebrews when we live like Babylonians and Assyrians and Americans. So there are a lot of things in that Torah that wasn't written down that he's given us wisdom through his word to deal with. Are you following me? Yes, sir. There's a lot of things that are written, and there's things that is not written, but clearly understood. Amen. Yes, sir. Does this make any sense? Yes, sir. Then we go off into the Medes and Persian captivity. What, what do you think we're going to function like? While being Hebrews. Amen. We go off into the Greek and Roman captivity. What do you think we're going to function like, think like? You see what I mean? Yes, sir. We jacked up. Amen. Now we're in the American captivity. What do you think we function like? American. Why do you think it's so difficult for some of us to embrace our culture? Why do you think it's so difficult for us to embrace our heritage? Because we are, or we have been Hellenized. Yes. Amen. And don't worry, if we were back then, we would ask for a king just like the nations did. We ain't no different. We're no different. We would ask for a king too. That's why we need to not think ourselves above that which is written. So with all of these influences being outside of our land, 
being outside of our laws, our statutes and commandments and stuff, look at our mind today. Look at us as a people. Hmm? Educated. After the system of this world, we think we're smart. But dumb towards y'all. So we are in the restoration of all things. And it, it takes time to restore. Is it making sense? It takes time to restore. Are y'all getting this? And so all these things that have been lost and what our people have understood, they're slowly but surely being restored. But we're at the end of this thing and we don't have much time for a lot of things to be restored. All right? So we have many generations of rejection working in us. It's there, but it's left to us to figure it out. Because who's going to tell us? Are you going to tell us? So let's look into the past so we can see the victory in our future then. And it's painful. Yeah. Anybody here has never dealt with pain in the past? I want to know. I want to sit down and talk to you. I want to carry on a conversation with you because I want some answers. I want to know why. To defeat rejection, we have to work back and move to the front. And that means starting at the roots. So y'all remember that picture of the tree I showed you? The root causes of rejection. And then up here, of course, we got the fruit of rejection. So we need to know both of them. Is that right? Can you imagine going to synagogue and all you heard in the synagogue was a Torah portion? That's all you heard. And then every once in a while you'd get somebody, we all just sitting in here waiting for the spirit to move on somebody to say something. We can't do that today because we feel for the wrong spirit. Hmm? Uh-oh. So the spirits have to be subject to the prophets then, don't they? We have to judge and discern if that thing is coming from the most high. We don't want nobody speaking from their heart or their hurts or their pains or their disappointments. It's, very, it's a scary thing to be up here. See, even in the midst of all the things that I have still yet to work on in myself, I can't get up here and talk to you from my hurts. Are you understanding me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh-oh. God preached the word and be instant, isn't it right? Yes. Ephesians 3.19 says, now listen to this, saints. And to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Man, that is something. That is something. That ye might be, here's the key word right here. Filled with all the fullness <laughs> of Yah. That is the whole, look, to know the love of Christ. That's the whole thing. The whole, that's what it's all centered around, which passes knowledge. And here's the hope, that you might be filled with all the fullness of Yah. So what is the intention of, of the word? Is that we are filled with all the fullness of Yah. That means to know him. To really personally know him. Because in him is all answers. All right. Aggressive reactions. These are signs 
that show you that people are functioning after a spirit of rejection. They have aggressive attitudes. Stubbornness. Now, mind you, defiance and rebellion. This could be areas in your life. Am I making sense? Because there are areas in your life that you're not rejected. Okay? Refusing counsel or comfort. You know, when you reject, you don't want to hear what nobody has to say. Y'all getting it? Rejection of others. Harshness or hardness towards others. We're recapping from the first message here, okay? Skepticism. Let's call that I. That's a different type of discernment. Skepticism is not discernment. Are y'all listening? Unbelief. Unbelief. Now, when you meditate on every one of these things, you can see the demonic groupings of rejection. And these are groupings, but they have subgroupings even under them. Does this make any sense? Self-rejection symptoms. Fear of failure. Fear of others' opinions. This runs rampant in society. I'm going to help you out real quick, okay? I'm going to have to come out here on this one. We love our brothers and sisters. Is that correct? But when you fear the opinion of man about you more than Yah, you're in trouble. You are in trouble. Everybody will have different diverse opinions concerning you. Now, if somebody's telling you something right, what you do is you assess that honestly, if it's true, apply it to your life so you can go on in peace. Does that make sense? But don't set up and be controlled by what you perceive other people think about you. Because then you're not under the influence and unction of the Holy Spirit. And bless your heart, sisters. Y'all the world's worst. Y'all care so much about your looks, which is rooted in what other people think about you. That you end up going the wrong way instead of the right way. And a lot of times it's not even people saying something. This is just spirits talking in you. You know, to get you... See, self-rejection changed to rejecting Yah. I don't like the way... the I don't like the size of my ears. So who is my problem with? Is it with me or is it with the one who formed me? All I'm trying to do is get us to think. And when you have something in your head, when you look in that mirror, male or female, are you following me? You fat, you can do something about it. Don't give me that crap. 
You can put a knife to your throat. Yes, you can. So don't sit up there and feel rejected because you're a fat rhino. You just do something about it and quit playing that reverse psychology. You know, relishing. I mean, these spirits, are, these things are real. Yes, sir. But you didn't make your ear. That's right. He even told the prophet Jeremiah, before I formed thee, yep. I knew thee. Yep. Amen. Mm-hmm. So if you got a problem with your ears, mm-hmm. your nose, yep. your bald head, That's right. Come on. who's your problem with? Who's your problem with then? So who's tricked you, played reverse psychology with you to get you to reject the father then? So you got some spirit speaking in your mind without force of breath. There's being critical towards your outlook. And it's beginning to alter and change your mind to where you become so critical of yourself, you, be, you become insecure. And so now you're trying to please a spirit that has fallen rather than being content with the way that y'all made you. Who are you trying to please? Who do you serve? Who do you worship? Who you live for. Is this making sense? And we'll have crying fits, hissy fits. Why you think you see the world today all plastic up? I mean, I'm not making fun of them. Because I know what's going on. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Before, man, before you receive this truth right here, no telling what all you had done to you. That's right. You can look at old Rabbi Rabbi Steve. Look at him. Come here, brother Steve. Get on up here with your rejected self. You're going to let you see a, an, a poster child for rejection. Look at it. He got a shirt on it, this long sleeve, and he ain't got one on. You see what I mean? Yes, sir. That's because of. of Rejection and attention, but now he can use this as a ministering tool. Amen. Now that he's in the truth, he, he has a, when people look at him and they see him in the faith. Now they go, What and what? He said, he, Easy, easy work if y'all can reach me. And I'm wearing the scars of life. That's true. Then he can reach you. Is that right? It's a ministering tool. Uh, We all come from somewhere. You see what I mean? See, I can call him up like this and I don't have to worry about him running out the door because he's offended. (laughs) Am I making sense? You know the reason why he can't be condemned in this? Because he's already delivered. So rather than taking it the wrong way, are you following me? Hey, 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 yeah. yay. That's right. Amen. Yes, sir. Now, if we could all apply areas where we have scars in our life and other areas where we are weak, you know what kind of people we'd be? 
Y'all know what kind of people we be? You all right? Are you offended for me bringing you up here, brother? Use it as a tool every time. See, so he's wearing it like a badge of honor. No matter when he walks by, look at him. He's saying, yeah, look at me. Not only look at him, come on over here and talk to me. Thank you. Thank you, brother Steve. Will y'all see this? That's a real good analogy. So if you are upset because of the shape of something on you, do something about it. Now, you can't do nothing about your ears. You can't do nothing. Even though society says you can. They give you a plastic ear, a plastic nose. You can't give you no plastic eyes unless you want to take them out and not see. Huh? Contacts. That's some of the stupid things I've ever seen in my life. Huh? But they got everything to facilitate. Is that a little word? To manufacture. To make you feel better about yourself. Are y'all getting this? Y'all, but y'all see what we've been subject to? Sure, you got things on you that you would love. Most people would like to have a, 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 perfect, a perfect look, but you don't have it. You look out in these magazines and you see what they call these Hollywood stars. Every one of them are phony. Every one of them are doctored up. I was looking at a magazine where they messed up. What do they call this stuff when they are uh, spraying out the stretch marks? And, and no, no, no. They, they're doing something with the computer. Photoshop. They photoshopped this woman's leg and forgot <laughs> to put a piece in right here <laughs> and published the whole thing. <laughs> and you looking at these so called perfect bodies. Thinking that that's the way you're supposed to be. And you look in those books and envy begins to develop in your heart. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does. I remember when I was a little young man. Young man. I said, man. Man, I like. I, look, I was looking at a bodybuilding magazine. I said, man, I like to have me a nice little chest like that. You know what I did? I started working out. I didn't go get a piece of paper and try to paste it on me. <laughs> I didn't go into Camtasia or Photoshop and try to Photoshop me a picture. I did something about it. Now I'm getting, I'm getting to the point I'm getting old, brother Ed. And I learned some of, a year or two ago that, man, it's working out stuff, man. It don't come as quick as it used to. No, it and it seemed to go away faster than it was coming. <laughs> and that's why I stay on top of it, because we got a, a, a room full of teenagers in here. And they ain't going with me and nothing. Hmm? I'd die trying before I let them beat me in anything. And if I die, I expect one of you to come over and lay hands on me so I can get up and resume the competition. 
Because I ain't losing. <laughs> and that makes them ambitious. Yeah, it does. That makes them continue to keep trying. Huh? Can any of y'all boys out here beat me in push-ups? Look, look how silent it is. If I was a young man at that age and an old man said it to me, I would say, yes! <laughs> you see what I'm doing? Amen. I'm trying to help their self-esteem right now Amen. at a very young age. There's a lot going on. It's causing me a lot of pain and suffering, which I care not to feel. But having fun around with them and conditioning their body at the same time and making it joyful. Are you following me? There's something that they're going to remember. Y'all remember every push-up, don't you? Well, they are, look at them. They smile, but they ain't saying nothing. <laughs> they're afraid. They're probably afraid that we're going to do some more if we say the wrong thing. <laughs> but I try to make it fun for them. You understand? When I was old, when I was a young man, I used to love having being around the older men, playing basketball, learning something, listening to them. You know what I mean? I hadn't forgot. Oh, and that's why I try to spend time with them. Y'all get this? So now you know what's been trying to torment you, or has been tormenting y'all. You like just stop being manipulated by it. And, and if you got an imperfection that you personally are responsible for in yourself, rather than going and being condemned, recognize it, notice it, and then just start making changes so you don't have to feel guilt, shame, and condemnation from it. Stop playing these stupid games. Is that making sense? Just stop playing the stupid games. And then you'll find out that voice you've been paying attention to all this time, it becomes faint. Because you're not paying attention to it no more. And it goes away. The one thing I learned about that book, the more you worry and concentrate on something, the worse you get. You got what I said? Yes, the more you worry and concentrate on something, the worse you get. Yep. You remember that woman that had an issue of blood? And she spent everything she had? That means she was continuously worried about it. Are you following me? Worry. Very real feeling. Very real emotion. She, she worried herself to death. Even lost all her substance. Now when Jesus came, all her worries was over. But she had to trust in him. She had to get to the point to where there was nothing else she could do. You need to not get to that point. Is this all right? All right. So stop fearing other people's opinion. That's right. They are not your y'all. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. If I cared about, do you know what kind of preacher I'd be if I cared about what I, and I get talked about, both pro and con. Do you know what kind of preacher I'd be if I cared about what people thought? You know I'd be controlled? Yeah. Anxiety, worry, and depression. See, these are symptoms. 
negativity, hopelessness, and despair. All these things. You know, there's not a person in this room that's exempt for, has been exempt from any of this. Inadequacy. Hmm? We wrestle. We deal with these things, brothers and sisters. Huh? Self-rejection symptoms, low self-image. Insecurity. Sadness, grief, and sorrow. A lot of, you know, there's so many symptoms of rejection and so many things from rejection. I just cannot list them all. You understand me? So you'll hear me talk about some of them. You understand what I mean? I mentioned a bunch of them earlier. There's not on this PowerPoint slide, okay? Self-accusation. You ever did that before? Accuse yourself? Self-condemnation. You ever done that before? Mm, I have. Don't feel good either. Don't feel good at all. Pride. That's a big one right there. That's a huge one. You see a prideful person, you're looking at a rejected person. Yeah, y'all, what they're doing is using their pride to cover up the rejection. Did y'all hear me? Mm-hmm. Arrogance. Manipulation. Possessiveness. Emotional immaturity. Perfectionism. Self-righteousness. Self-justification. This is the, can y'all believe we still just recapping? It's a big recap, isn't it? Second Corinthians 7, verse 1. Look what's listen to the book. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us do what? Cleanse ourselves. Does that mean you cleanse me? Does that mean you cleanse me? That means we have to all become active and cleaning ourselves. What we need to cleanse ourselves from? All filthiness of the flesh and spirit. The problem is, is when we got people who haven't cleansed themselves, believe themselves to be imperfect, who are totally intolerant of the people who are working on cleansing themselves. Yeah, <laughs> Brother Jerry goes, man. <clears throat> and the reason why we cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, how long do you think it's going to take? I told you. You see, when, when the Most High Yah, when he, when he wrote our name down in the Lamb's Book of Life, he gave us his Ruach. Are you following me? We still, we got a job to do from that point. We got a job doing it. You know what we have to do from that point? We got to cleanse ourselves. Remember, because the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body. 1 Thessalonians 5, 21. I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. Until the coming of Yahshua. Now look at this. 
And it, it, no doubt it lines up that we need to cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit then. Then look what it says. Perfecting holiness. Lord. Hear that? In the fear of Yah. People who are rejected, here goes a statement. They try and make you feel like you have to treat or you have to tread, excuse me, lightly around them, always being conscious of what you say because you know you will be taken wrong. People who are rejected, you get around them, you start talking, you have to be careful with your words because you, you already know that they're rejected and you have to Tread very carefully with your words because they may twist, warp, and distort the whole meaning and the intent of what you're saying something. And that's where fights start. That's where fussing starts. People who are rejected take everything personally. They have a way of processing thought. It is not normal. Because they process thought from the spirit of rejection. They hear rejection when someone's speaking. Unless it's some type of flattery towards them. Is all right if I be honest? Now at times in here you may have to take deep breaths. What that is called, that's a spiritual pressure relief valve. It makes them to perceive its version of truth instead of reality. Are you following? Is there not a time for everything under the sun? So when I had that sister tell the other sister it's time for worship, why well, get offended when it was time to? You see what I mean? So the action was a result of rejecting the correction for being out of order, considering the time. Is that making sense? See, if we don't use these as teaching tools, you never know. See, but that spirit perceives things totally different. That spirit expects for you to believe and function the way that it sees things in its reality. And the only way it's going to be comfortable if you agree with its reality. Y'all getting this? Why does rejection wound? It attacks the person that we are. Its mission is to destroy our self-esteem. To tear you down. To pulverize you. So that there's nothing left. Rejection causes emotional wounds, which will lead to spiritual wounds. You know, the Bible says, a wounded spirit, who can bear? We read that, and we never even take it into account, never take it into a thought. What do you mean a wounded spirit? Who can bear it? That means that's some type of spirit that who can stand it, who can be around it, who can tolerate it, who can put up with it. Who can have fellowship with it? Who? 
You can tell when someone have a wounded spirit because you're grieved from being around them. You get so much so grieved that even when they come around, you don't even want to go around them. Don't tell me. You, you, your spirit, which is a barometer of what's going on, it actually communicates with you without any words. I don't want this environment. This environment is unhealthy. Hmm? So everything that y'all hiding behind closed doors in your house, we, we bringing them out to open today. You know the hypocrites that you are? Fruit of rejection. Fabricated personalities. In other words, being somebody you aren't in order to be accepted. You hear that? Being somebody you aren't in order to who you know in order to be accepted. You see someone who may be having success and you think you have to be like them rather than being yourself in order to be accepted. And the problem is you can't accept their level of success. You want it, so you try to mimic yourself trying to be like them. You ever seen people look at these so-called movie stars and try to mimic their lives after them? There's nothing wrong with admiring someone because of their strengths. All you have to do, you be yourself, but just apply what they're using for their strength to yourself. Instead of trying to be just like them, be yourself. Does it make sense? Tendency to reject others so that you aren't the first one to be rejected. So you protect yourselves. Y'all hearing that? The need to fit in or be accepted. I mean, if you're sitting here, you already fit in. What more are you looking for? You want, to make, you want me to make you the general over the, turning on the light? So that when you come in the door, everybody can see you? I mean, come on. Is it going to make you feel better? You're sitting here. You're already accepted. Don't believe the enemy that's trying to make you feel rejected. Everybody all right? Yes, sir. It's getting heavy in here. I'm serious, man. I, I, I'm afraid of swinging this stick before it might break. In midair. Now, believe it or not, those comments are meant to lighten the air. Because I know that there's nothing funny about feeling bad. Did y'all hear me? And there's nothing funny about bad things that has happened to us in the past. Did y'all hear me? They're very serious. They're scars and wounds that go very deep. I'm not making light of that. I'm trying to make sure you stay with me rather than those spirits. Are y'all listening to me? All right, do we feel better now? 
Do we feel better now? Uh, that's what I'm trying to do, brothers and sisters. I'm not against you, okay? You know, I, I, I have to be a, a strategic war commander up here. Because I know I'm, I'm on sensitive ground. I told you from the beginning I'm on sensitive ground. All right? So when you hear me making certain statements and stuff, that's because I'm trying to reel you in from the pain of the past. It's time for you to get filled with knowledge. So you can walk in the fullness of Christ. Y'all get this? Y'all understand this? Hmm? Y'all don't understand. When, a lot of times when I do these messages, whew, man, I feel a lot of these pings. So I have to have compassion. Hallelujah. Inability to be corrected or receive constructive criticism. Hmm? Fruit of rejection. Opinionated personalities and the need to be right about things. You know, you have to be right all the time. You know, if you're not right about something, bring in another person. Feeling of worthlessness, insecurity, or hopelessness. See, all these are weights that the spirit uses to try to tear you down. You know, it makes you feel worthless. It makes you feel insecure. You remember I did the rejection message a few Sabbaths ago, and then I got off course, but I really wasn't on course to preach last Sabbath message, and I told you it was going to come back with rejection too. Y'all remember that, right? I remember it. So that's where we're at today, okay? All right, so feeling the world is insecurity and hopelessness. Look at this envy and jealousy. You have to make sure that you don't envy or have jealousy towards anyone. I mean, I can start a whole sermon on that one. You know, the, the type of uncomfortable environment you'll have towards others. We're going to go to the scriptures, all right? We read this one, 1 Samuel 8, 5. And he said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. Verse 6. But this thing displeased Samuel, and they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto Yahweh. And Yahweh said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people in all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee. They have not rejected who? Excuse me. They have not rejected thee, but they have rejected who? Me. See, the people, Samuel was the voice of Yahweh. And so the people continually kept seeing Samuel. And the Most High is letting Samuel know it ain't you that they got a problem with. It's me, because I'm the one that set you up to speak for me. All right, that I should not reign over them. See, the whole key of wanting the king is so that the creator wouldn't reign over us. And as Hebrews, think about this, saints. Think about, look, look, since we've rejected our king many, 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 many centuries ago, look at all the rulers we've been up under ever since. Do you think that we're ready for y'all to rule over us now? I am. I, I am. Hallelujah. I want him to rule over us. Yes, Glory to the king. Glory to 
1 Samuel 8, 8. According to all the works which they have done since the day that I bought them up out of, I mean, up out of Egypt, even until this day, wherein they have forsaken me and served other what? Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Have we served other gods? See what happens when you start off in your heritage and your culture and then you have all these captivities. And then next thing you know, you discontinue from it and you've served other gods. Now you've got all these centuries and all these spirits in you from your forefathers and then the things you've done yourself that has to be revisited and repented of. If you understand what I mean. And until somebody stands up and give us a consciousness towards this, we go on just like the rest of the world. Somebody's got to speak to us to get us to understand this. Are you following me? Because we've created a great offense. We rejected. He didn't pick us out because we were a great, great nation among all the nations of the earth. He chose us because we were the few. Not only did he choose us because the few, then he said, then I set my love upon you. Are you getting this? The creator universe chose us as his people. Then he chose to love us unconditionally. Only to be rejected by the people that he chose. He has experienced the greatest rejection. Does anybody care about how he feels? I do. Anybody? And he's still experiencing rejection at his people today because we refuse to conform to his image. And to think that his mercy endure forever. Man, he has some love. Whew. It's hard to fathom. Are y'all getting this? So if there's anybody can talk to us about rejection, he can. That's why I always bring it up. He's the first one to experience this from his people. We, we've all experienced rejection from the ones that we love. It's a hurtful thing. That, that's like a drop in the bucket compared to, to being rejected by your whole nation that you created. He's got big enough shoulders to carry it now. Y'all getting this? Told to serve other gods, so do they until thee. I've learned over the years, things can be healed with Yahweh. We cannot expect more out of others that we would not do ourselves. Sometimes freedom from a situation is the only solution. You know, a wife that's getting beat by a husband. He repents and he beats her again. He repents and he beats her again. See, there ain't nothing in the Torah written about that because our people just didn't abuse their wives. Hmm? That's why there's no laws. Thou shalt not beat the hell out of thy wife. Because they just didn't do it. Yeah, and even to think about it, even the nations probably didn't do it because he, he gave us laws and guidelines and rules so that we wouldn't be like the other nations. And now we ain't got to the point now that we so demonized. You understand what I mean? Spiritual abuse, emotional abuse, all this abuse. The most I don't want to put up with that stuff. So 
he has to have wisdom. We have to speak from his wisdom. Because no matter what, I'm telling you what, I feel sorry for people who are stronger and then you take advantage of the weak. You're in trouble. Why do we expect people to always behave like Jesus? Oh, I didn't finish that. Sometimes freedom from a situation is only the solution. Yah has called us to peace. Next one, why do we expect people to always behave like Jesus while they act like devils to us? These Christians up here, they swear up and down they love Jesus and treat you like devils. They're supposed to have a love of Jesus, but they hate people for the color of their skin. How you hate people for the color of their skin, then you go spend all your money trying to get the same color of their skin? Is that not schizophrenic? How you do that? Multiple personality disorder. Brother Rich said multiple personality disorder. See, then it goes back to being content then, don't it? Y'all made you. Y'all formed you. All right, let's go back over here to King Saul, okay? 1 Samuel 18, 1. And it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Because remember, the law is you're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself. Are you following me? And you ought to love yourself. And you know what? We have entirely too much self-hatred going on amongst Israel. Are you following me? We, we have entirely too much self-hatred of ourselves going on amongst Israel. And all it is is the master rejection. You know, for this, this man to love him like that, are you following me? No, he said as his own soul. Because whether you like it or not, you do love yourself. Spirits may try to manipulate you and coerce you to do harm to yourself. Are you following? That's because they're working on this mind in order to do it. And, and they work on their mind to get you to harm yourself because, you know, people commit suicide. They want to injure the one that's hurting them while hurting themselves. Are y'all listening to me? See, we're in a war. Right here. Don't y'all hate the devil now? Yes, sir. Huh? See how long he's been doing this? He's been doing this thing for a long time. And we are just now getting knowledge of him. Are y'all hearing me? That means all these centuries he's been a formidable foe. But it sure is nice to have knowledge of what your enemy is doing, though. Why? Because now you have a means to fight back. Isn't that beautiful? It's a lot of times it's painful even to hear the knowledge of truth. Because first thing come up is a hurt from the past. But it has to be faced. It can't be ignored. I do like I do. 
Pray that the Father help you forget a lot of stuff. If somebody, I got people coming to remind me of a lot of stuff from some stuff and, you know, joking around, some of that, and I'm, I'm set up here totally oblivious. Oh, well, really? Then I look up and say, man, this thing must be working. Glory. Okay, that's what you said. <laughs> Two and three. And Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him. He was obedient. And behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war. And he was, here's a key word, accepted in the sight of all the people. And also in the sight of Saul's servants. Y'all get this? And it came to pass, as they came... When David was returned from the slaughter of the Philistines, that the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing, to meet King Saul with tabrets, with joy, with instruments of music. Who did they meet? King Saul. Y'all get this? And the women answered one another, and they played and said, Saul have slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Now, who's the king? Who's getting the most credit? Y'all seeing this? And Saul was mad as hell. That's called modern day translation. You know, we can understand that kind of talk. You know, let's put ourselves in Saul's shoes. Wait a minute. Now, here I am, the king. I supposed to be getting all the credit for this. I set him up. Are you following me? Now, the women did not reject the people with music and dancing what Saul had already done. They just recognized the accomplishments of David. Did they not? And Saul was mad. And this saying, and the saying displeased him, and he said, They have ascribed unto David ten thousands. And to me, they have ascribed but thousands. And what can he have more but the kingdom? Now, first of all, I'm going to tell you how I would respond to this. All right? Because I've visited this thing many, many times. First of all, I'm going to tell you the way I am. Can I tell you the way I am? Because I get a lot of people call me and talk to me. All right? And especially preachers and elders. All right? And 
when I get finished talking to him, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a habit and asking him, saying, are you filled? Oh, pastor, I'm about to bust. You know, because I'm feeding them with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So I ask them, have you had your fill? And they say, oh, I'm about to bust. I say, brother, let me tell you something about me. I've said it once before in the past, and I keep on saying it. I want to get to the point to where I'm not needed. Did y'all hear what I said? I'm actually looking for the day and the time where I don't have to stand up here no more. Are you listening to me? So I teach you everything that I know. And don't hold back nothing. I want you to know everything I understand. And I hope that with this, you take this beyond what I'm teaching you. I want you, if you look at me as a great teacher and a great preacher, I want you to be better than I ever have been. Are you listening to me? That's what I want. That's my dream. Are you following me? Now, I'm not just going to move out of the way and hand it over to some fool. <laughs> you I'll be doing the people a disservice. Are you following me? But that is my heart. Because any teacher that has any worth at all, always, always has the dream that his students would be better than he ever was. And that's in my heart. Y'all ever heard me say this before? Hallelujah. So as a king, you know, I know David Young, he coming behind me. Man, it'd be an honor for him to have the succession. But when you have a spirit working in you, You even hear me say this a lot. All right. Let me better demonstrate this for a second. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, I'd be playing them drums, and I say, "Boy, I can't wait till some young man or somebody come along and deliver me of these drums." Do I enjoy playing the drums? Yes. Do I? I, I really, truly do. But if somebody can come, they don't have to be up to my level. And I'm not that great by my own admission. But if I get somebody else to come, come on real young man. You're moving like pond water. Because <laughs> Brother Juan, he's tried. A few other people try this thing that they, they don't have the ambition to, but he's got the rhythm to do it. Now when he first came here, I asked his mom, I said, who told him he could play drums? She said, you did. I said, good, get on up there. He got on up there, and he can carry a tune, and, and, and I think he's actually better than I am. 
and I am happy. It's just that I, I'm still having to deal with him because I have to get him on time. And when I'm working on getting him on time, I'm messing up time. So when y'all hit him off, know them, make you go like that, that's because me and him are communicating. Are you following me? But I am happy. I hope that he becomes better than I ever thought about being on those drums. I'm happy to say, son, have fun. I'm going to go over and sit down. Are you following me? You like playing the drums? Yeah, I like playing the drums. Bless you. Sister Carol said the same thing. She said, boy, if somebody can come along and, and sing, we ain't talking about making noise. We're talking about singing. She said, I'll be glad to go sit down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a joy to be up there to sing and stuff. It sure is nice to be right here. Man, is it nice to be right there. So I play the bass. My son play the bass and stuff. I need more people to know how to play the bass. I'd be glad because, you know, we have people sometimes they come, sometimes they don't. I'm going to be here. You follow me? I'd be glad when somebody come along and take this bass. Man, I'd be, do I enjoy playing the bass? Sure I do. But I'd sure be glad to say here. And I'm going to go sit down. Oh, I'm going to be, grab a mic. Oh, I'm going to get out here and worship. I'm going to do something. You know why? Because I'm not selfish. I don't have insecurities. I'm not worried about somebody trying to take my place. I'm trying to give them a place. Is that making sense? Why, if you can sense that someone wants to be involved, why diminish them? Why not try to encourage them to want to be better and do better? Why not teach them so that they can be better than you? All the mistakes that you've made, you can help them make less. And get to the goal a whole lot faster than what you ever had. What's wrong with that attitude and spirit? I wish four or five people could come up here. The only people that ain't going to sit down is J.C. and Rainey and Carol. I'm going to sit down. Sister Ashley and Nellie and them, they singers. These two, they coming up. And where he at? Where is he at? You. They coming up. But if somebody is better than you in something, what's wrong with you just sitting moving to the side rather than being all offended and experiencing rejection because somebody kindly told you, uh, uh, thank you very much, but you can go sit down right now. And then sit back like this. Isn't that a bad spirit when somebody's clearly better than you? You want us to put the third string person out there to play a first string game. And instead of being happy for the person, here you are all rejected. About to blow your top. Getting all upset. When they call the singers, I won't be out front. Put a sword in my hand, that's where I'll be at. Everybody has a place. 
But we, we got problems in Israel. We have too much envy, too much jealousy, and too much rejection working because of our own rejections we've experienced from the past. If I was going to put somebody back out to greet at the door, I'm not going to put no ugly person back there. I don't want to scare the guests away. <laughs> so if you're greeting at the door and all of a sudden I, I get somebody else, tell you, you come on over, move over to the side. You know? I don't know why you wouldn't expect anything less. Huh? And, and while I'm here, time out for a second. Time out. Let me address something. We're in deliverance ministry. All right? And some of you, your breath stink. You be melting the hairs off of people's face. You need to be conscious that after praising and worshiping and stuff, you know, of your bad breath. Now, my recommendation is, is that you use Listerine. Not scope, not the color Listerine. Get the old-fashioned stuff that burns. It may stay with you for a little while. Because some of us are so intolerant and so insensitive of other people. How can a person be up here getting deliverance and they got a fire breathing dragon <laughs> sitting right up here in front of them? Come on in the name of Jesus, and all you smelling is funk. <laughs> Damn right, somebody going to experience rejection on that. <laughs> Don't think they got no problem with you. Yeah, they got a problem with you. Yeah, your breath stink. And some of us would get right up there and just, I mean, and, and expect it. A lot of times you see people up there and they're turning their head. That ain't because of spirit manifesting. That's because they're trying to get away from your breath and get a breath of fresh air. Ah. Help me, Father. These things need to be addressed. Openly, because it happens across the board. And another thing, we paid a lot of money for these chairs. So a lot of times y'all come in here and y'all anoint y'all head, then the first thing you do is you'll put your oily head right on our brand new cotton chairs. Be conscious of that so y'all don't stain our chairs, okay? Is that all right? Yes, sir. So, Sister Carol, you in charge of making sure we have some peppermints or something. Y'all bring all this stuff in here? Bring some something. Some sentiment. Something. See, a lot of you, y'all understand that you got a lot of stuff in your gut. Impacted stuff that comes up out of your mouth. You don't smell it. And your brothers and sisters, they're sensitive towards your feelings. They don't want to tell you how bad your breath is, but I will. I don't think that somebody should be sitting up here getting tortured. 
All right, we're going to get back to the message. Time in. Y'all all right? Okay, good. And some and 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 the church said, Amen. "See everybody, look at it. Amen. Glad it was said, Pastor. And if you don't know your breath stink, do the hallmark thing. If you fall out, if your face contorts, <laughs> you know who you are. If you can't stand yourself, everybody else can't stand you. You all right? Okay, good to go. Now we can move on now. And don't tout rejection either. Hallelujah. So David had his ten thousands, and the women was letting everybody know, you know, he came out there for Saul, but Saul hearing these special accolades being lifted up for, for David. And instead of him being happy for the young man, he ended up getting mad. Look. Showing his rejection of what the people were saying. And Saul, from that point, look what he said, I'd David. I'd, meaning he getting some special looks, special attention, all because of what the people said. Hmm? So Saul is in the inceptions of rejection, and David hadn't done anything to him. And it came to pass on the morrow that an evil spirit from Elohim came upon Saul because he got mad at David. Y'all hear that? And he prophesied in the midst of the house, and David played with his hand as at other times, and there was a javelin in Saul's hand. And Saul cast the javelin, for he said, I will smite David. Now you want to kill him. Even to the wall with it. And according to history, Saul was a very good javelin thrower. And David avoided out of his presence twice. Within the wrath of Saul. And Saul was afraid of David. Now he's the one doing the rejection, but he's also the one that is afraid. Y'all getting this? Because Yahweh was with him. Saul had recognized that Yahweh was with David and was departed from Saul. So much for one saved, always saved. Y'all hear that, brothers? So much for one saved, always saved. Therefore, Saul removed him from him and made him his captain over a thousand, and he went out and came in before the people. Because Saul, you read his account, he's flip-flopping the time, going back and forth, back and forth. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and Yahweh was with him. Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid. I mean, see, so behaving wisely would make people afraid. Saul's problem wasn't his rejection that he was experiencing that opened up Saul for the evil spirit to come into him. It was his reaction to his rejection. Y'all hear this? Psalms 2710. 
When my father and my mother forsake me, then who? Yahweh will do what? The one who said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm trying to get everybody to see. If all men forsake you, no matter what goes on, the most high y'all is always going to be there. No matter what. He's always going to be there. So don't, act, don't expect people to act like y'all. Y'all getting this? Y'all is always going to be there for you. I mean, because who loves you more than your father and mother? Hmm? Fact. Y'all ready for a fact? First of all, before we go any further, is everybody doing all right? Everybody doing all right? Y'all sure? Everybody's okay? Okay, good. A person who has a hard time admitting they are wrong or receiving constructive criticism has an underlining problem with rejection. How do we know that? Because they are basing their identity, who they are, upon their ability to be right about everything. Y'all hear that? Fact about fixers. Fixers. Y'all ready? That's, that's rough now. I'm about to read it, okay? Those who struggle with rejection can also become what we call fixers. A fixer is a person who is eager to tell everybody else how they need to be doing things. But many times have little understanding or experience in such matters. Such a person attempts to be the Holy Spirit in other people's lives. Where they have no authority or right to step in. They find their identity in fixing other people's problems. And they love it when people come to them for help or advice. Y'all getting this? Fixers. Overcoming rejection. The only way to overcome rejection is by knowing what Yahweh says about you. The only way. Are y'all hearing me? In other words, you need to care more about what he says. You need to care more about what his word says. And the only way you're going to do that is you have to know what his word says. Are you following? Stop putting your focus on man. Stop putting your focus on man. You ain't going to do nothing but experience hurt. In case you hadn't figured it out, go back in your past. <clears throat> Hallelujah. The ideal is, is get the right mindset. Now we're talking about people who are striving to be holy. People who want to be right. Are you following me? Are y'all listening? That's who we're talking about. We're talking about people who are making a concerted effort to be holy. The problem is you care too much about what people think. I address a lot of issues, but the truth is I really don't give a damn what people think. That don't mean I don't love people. But I'm not about to be dominated, manipulated, and controlled by what you think. I could care less. Are you following me? That don't mean that I don't value your opinion. But I'm not going to be, I said again, manipulated, dominated, controlled because you don't like the way I may do or don't do things. I will try not to be oppressive to you. Am I making any sense? 
but I'm not about to be controlled or have his ministry controlled under the influence based on what people think about me. If that's the case, I'd never say shit. If I'm worried about what people thinking. You understand what I mean? I know what context I'm using it in. And I'm sorry your virgin ears are offended. But because you reject what I say, I don't care. Bye, I'll see you later. I know how to get people out of my life and be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. I ain't got no time for all this mess. I ain't got time for that. Life is too short to be going around in misery. That's how I keep going. Hallelujah. When people say bad things, do you feel it? Sure you do. But you need to know how to process it. If you process it the wrong way, it's going to dominate you. It's going to control you. It's going to rule you. And whose servants are you? Do you know that? Do you know that? Who bought you by his blood? Are you getting this? Whose book is your name written down in? So who means the most then? So if anybody had an arctic and pain to your life, to hell with them. Anyway, glory to the king. Did y'all like my little dance over here? Sister Rainy about to lose it. You know, y'all seen him up here doing my rock, my rock, singing the song? That's because my son and daughter, she was showing Rainy her dance. She said, I ain't got no dance. Yeah, you do too. <laughs> So they all have fun up here. Y'all notice that, didn't you? Good job. You will never overcome rejection issues fully until you accept into your spirit you are loved by Yahweh. Accept it and appreciate it. That don't mean that you've done things wrong in your life because you have. But the Most High is here to provide solutions for you. He, know that, he knows our frame. That we are but dust. He knows that. So he's not standing up in glory with a big old hammer in his hand waiting to hit you upside the head and throw you into hell. When you understand that, your whole perspective about him will change. Does this make any sense? So you need to realize instead of going around and giving voice to the devil and stuff, you need to realize that you accept in your spirit that you are loved by Yahweh, accept it, and appreciate it. Y'all getting this? It's all about identity. Base your identity on the good people have to say about you and not the judgments and hurts. Y'all getting this? 
If we base our identity on what others think or the bad things we think about others, we are virtually trusting others with our identity. And we will live out our days in that prison. <clears throat> Not only are people, you have spirits that's trying to make an identity for you. Y'all hear me? Much to be desired. As a people, robbed, spoiled, taken from our land, culture, and heritage, there's a lot of things that have to be restored, and it's going to take time. Some will actively do this. Others will find comfort in their rejection because it's all they know. There's an old saying in the world, misery loves company. So find misery, have comfort, if that's what makes you happy. I don't like it. I like being at peace. John 8.32 says, you should know true, truth shall make you free. Where's the truth? Bondage. You do not have to live in bondage unnecessarily. If you see yourself as a failure, you will never be bold enough to be an overcomer. If you see yourself as a failure, you'll never be bold enough to be an overcomer. Y'all in it? Everybody say this. I am worthy. I said everybody. If y'all don't mind. If you can honor me enough. If you ask me to say something, I'll say it. It's not that hard. I'm just going to ask you to say this, okay? Now, if it's going to hurt your soul so bad, then sit there. All right? I am worthy because Jesus' blood has made me worthy. That's the only reason why we're all worthy. Not because of the things we've done or have not done. We're only worthy because he has accepted us in the beloved. That's it. Y'all understand that? Y'all getting this? You getting this, Brother James? Okay. I don't want you to feel alone, man, because it looks like you're rejected. Nobody's sitting with you. You got the whole road to yourself. See, it's the way he looked at it. It's the way he looked at it. He said, I got the whole road to myself, man. Hey. <laughs> All right. Romans 5 8. But y'all commended his love towards us. Towards who? In that while we were yet, what? Christ did what? Who did he die for? Ephesians 3, verses 16 and 17. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit. Where? So there is a man on the inside of you. There's a woman on the inside of you. And the strength doesn't come because of how many weights you can pump. He's looking for some strength out of this man right here. Y'all see that? All of us have one of these. Y'all getting it? That Christ may dwell in your what? By faith that ye being rooted and grounded in what? But your rooted and grounded is in Christ. 
Ephesians 3, 18, 19. May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge. I, I staggered with that for a long time. I, every time I read that, I stagger with it. All right, what do you mean you stagger with it? I mean, think about this for a second. To know the love of Christ which passeth what? Knowledge. I mean, that's love. I mean, that's, that's the, his love is way past what you could ever comprehend. How do you, how do you, it may not bother you. I know y'all a whole lot intelligent than I am, but me, that re I'm sitting up here. Am I making sense? I mean, I read it, I read stuff like that, and it just stops me. Cold. I mean, I'm not rejected. I'm trying to understand that kind of love. That's extreme, past, extreme, past, extreme, past, extreme. Don't mind it either. I just want to look into it more. Hallelujah. That you might be filled. The whole reason is, is that you notice everything's about being filled. Get the bad junk out, put the good stuff in. Filled with all the filled with all the fullness of all the fullness of that is a lot to be filled with because as individuals we all only have a certain capacity and when you fill with all the fullness of Yah what room is that left of anything else then tell me we can walk in true love then 1 Corinthians 6.20, look what it says. For ye are bought with a what? Price. Therefore glorify Yah in your what? Price. And in your spirit. Which are whose? No. So your body and spirit belong to who? No. You know what I mean? He's just letting you know how much he cares about you. Is it alright if he care about you? Don't nobody else, so... I mean, people do care about you. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. But how do you understand that kind of love, though? I mean, you know it's true. Sure would be nice to just, you know what I mean? Maybe I'm just reminiscing up here. Huh? That's big love. <laughs> Y'all getting this? Y'all right, bro? Yes, okay, bro. Hold yourself now. All right, bro. <laughs> Romans 5 8. But Yah commended his love towards us that while we were yet what? Sinners, Christ did what? He died for us. Hebrews 9 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to Yah, purge your. Conscious. What does he want to do? Do y'all know what that means? That means all memories of bad past, the Most High wants to purge it. And the only way it can be purged is by putting his truth in. 
Because he wants you to be filled with him. Do you understand that? He wants to be filled with him. The only thing that really drags us down on a daily basis is, is bad stuff from the past. Yeah, it does. It does affect. But, but, but look, how much more shall the blood of Christ, through the eternal spirit, offer himself without spot to y'all, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living y'all. Just ask him to forget some stuff. Good stuff. Hebrews 10, 17. And their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. Look at all this good that y'all saying. Y'all see his report of you? Now I know, I know. We look at ourselves and go, oh God. But that ain't the way he looks at you. I told you he know that you're on the battlefield. Remember your sins and iniquities no more, Ephesians 4, 22, 23. That you put off concerning the former conversation. You got to change your speech. Hmm? The old man. Change your life. Which is corrupt according to the deceitfulness of what? Lust. Let us stray. That you be renewed in the spirit of your what? This is actively. This is somebody who's actively pursuing being renewed. Are you following me? Some people ain't actively doing nothing. I mean, let's just, ain't no need in dressing it up. Some people are pursuing this. Some people ain't pursuing it. Some people, believe it or not, they're playing church. Yeah, they are. And they've been so used to playing it that they don't think there's nothing wrong with them oppressing you. Here you are striving to be holy, and they're still running around on this Ferris wheel of carnality. Did I say it right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You did. <laughs> there's one, hey, it just, it just came out. I've been practicing. They said I was saying cardinal like a bird. I ain't con I wasn't conscious of that, so I had to have my conscience purge. <laughs> Boogers had me going around condemning my conscience, man. Planting them seeds in my head, got me running around the airport hard trying to say cardinal. Cardinal. Carnality. 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 <laughs> Carnal. Carnal. How do you say that? Carnal. Carnal. But it sounds like cardinal. Carnal. 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 Hallelujah. I mean, you got, come on, man. I don't reject when people tell me stuff that's right. You know what I mean? I could dig in and claim dumb. And then use the scripture, take note, I've been with Jesus. That could be a good excuse. What got me running around? Cardinal, cardinal, carnal, carnal, carnality, carnality, carnal. Not cardinal like a bird, cardinal, carnal. <laughs> so I don't reject the things that you're telling me. So don't crucify me if I slip up one day. All right, have some mercy on me. Don't pull out the guillotine on me. <laughs> Ephesians 4, 24, that you put on the new man. Notice, this is an active decision. Something you have to do yourself. You have to put on new man, which after Yah is created in 
righteousness and true. We're all familiar with the old man and don't tell me we're not. I didn't say, I didn't say we want to have a love affair with the old man. We're just familiar with him and we don't like him. Revelations 5, 9. And they sung a new song. Saying, Thou art worthy to take the book. And to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain. And has redeemed us. Notice, at his slaining was the sole purpose to redeem us. To Yah by thy blood. Ain't Jesus worthy? Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Verse 10. And has made us unto our Yah. Look what he's made us. Kings and priests. And we shall reign on the earth. So the purpose we sitting here so we can be kings and priests. So we can reign on this earth. Isn't that nice? You don't want to rule? You don't want to rule, Scott? Well, you shake your head, bro. So that's really why you will. That's good. Remember, wilt thou at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? We're way over at the end of the book. Now, I don't know about you. I'm going to rejoice in the fact that I only ruled on this earth one day. You follow me? You have to understand, though, our rule is not going to be an oppressive rule. It's going to be a righteous rule. You follow me? We're not going to do to the nations what they've done to us. Are you following me? Because we're not that kind of people. Y'all have just not made us that way. Are y'all getting this? You understand this? He just hadn't made us that way. We're a righteous people. We're a holy people created new in, in the Messiah. All right, so we're giving you a lot to go on. All right, follow me, a lot to think about. Y'all, I'm sure y'all discovering and learning and knowing that this spiritual warfare is very real. And this stuff is real. We feel it. We feel the impact of it in our lives. Uh, It's no plaything. It's no plaything. These spirits, because of the lack of preaching and teaching, have been taking advantage of us for a long time. And the purpose of knowledge is to help us to overcome so that we are not taken advantage of any longer so that we can overcome and help others to overcome. Are y'all getting this? Pain is real. Experiences are real. Yes, they are too. But remember, Yah has called you to peace. Y'all hear me? He has called you to peace. He wants you to be at peace. Are y'all listening? Hope y'all learned something about this. We're going to probably move on to the next spirit, okay? Because this is another one of these spirits, you know, you can be on this thing for two, three, four Sabbaths. Ain't no need doing that.
All right? Don't let these words slip. Meditate on these things. Okay? Get it in your heart. Are you following me? Every time I do these preachers and teachers, it should be just telling you what all I got in my mind. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just years and stuff, years of doing this stuff, learning this stuff. You know what I mean? And think about this. I don't run around speaking negative and condemning people all over the place. Usually I'm trying to help people. Are you following me? Usually I am. Um, I still can't help but rejoice in a brother Steve's healing, though. I mean, I can't imagine 19 years. You understand? I mean, he could be sitting right there going to sleep just like that, brother, and all of a sudden, within three, four minutes, be in a choking fit. Can you imagine being delivered or something like that? Hmm? Ain't y'all good? Jesus good, isn't he? And they won't tell us it ain't his name. Satan can't cast out Satan, I know that. Kingdom divided against itself can't stand. Glory to the king. Uh, what else? Oh, I guess we need to give a class once this camera go off again on how to hold people. I know it's time for me to give a class uh, when I'm getting punched. <laughs> when spirits are taking off and I'm getting punched. Don't mind the punching. Are you following me? Well, that means we don't forgot a lot of things when spirits start to manifest. You understand what I mean? Uh-oh. But there's a way that you that we, we have learned over the years how to hold and restrain people in case spirits start to manifest. You understand? And when you don't do your part, these spirits, they don't like you. They hate you. And the sole purpose of those manifestations is because they want to hurt you. Because you have the audacity to try to attack them. You understand that? Hallelujah. All right. Everybody doing all right? Y'all can breathe deeper now, right? If not, I know that the spirits who ain't breathing deeper, they're probably glad that it's over for right now. They're not looking forward to the rest of it, though, because they know you're going to meditate. They know you're going to think on the things that have gone on. You getting this? Y'all be encouraged, all right? Let's stand for a second. Oh, hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these words of truth. Pray these saints sing deep down in the hearts. Of your people, Israel, uh, continue, Father, with your power and might. We know you're going to be increasing it even more. So help us to be accounted worthy, to be a recipient of that power and that glory and that honor, to continue to have victory over the enemy. Speak to our hearts, our souls, our mind. Help us to meditate on your words and your thoughts to bring peace to our hearts. We promise to be witnesses to the nations, to ourselves, to the people that are close around about us, Father, to Bring glory and not dishonor and shame to your name. We give you the glory for all things. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for everything you've done. Everything. We can't say thank you enough. We're ever mindful of your presence. And while we're here, uh, we thank you for calling us out of the world, out of life of darkness into your light. Uh, just have mercy on us as we continue to keep going forth. We promise to give you the glory. In the mighty name of Yahshua HaMashiach, Amen. Shabbat Shalom, King coming.
look at them look.